What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down 124.0. And we're starting a new series. Um, we unfortunately abandoned <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei's Strange Journey. It uh, it was just a little bit too much for us currently right now. So we're moving on to another game uh, that uh, we voted on, basically. Uh, and uh, we're sticking to our theme of remakes, sequels, you know, spiritual successors, that kind of thing. And uh, we're playing Resident Evil 4 Remake. Today I have with me Matt. Hello, friends. Yeah, it's a uh, sad to leave a game behind, but kind of excited to be playing something a bit more minute-to-minute engaging. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah. Um, Resident Evil 4. I mean, what, what really... Is there to say about Resident Evil 4 that hasn't been said? Um, so, the original game came out in 2005 on the Nintendo GameCube. Eventually, it came to other consoles as well. And when I say it came to other consoles, everything. Everything eventually got Resident Evil 4. I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Let's name all the systems that the... That Resident Evil 4 came to. Game How Cube. many systems do you have Resident Evil 4 on? That's a good question, too. So I owned it on GameCube. I owned it on PlayStation 2. I owned it on the Wii. I owned it on 360. And I'm pretty sure I own it on the PlayStation 4. And now on Xbox Series X. <laughs> but uh came out on the GameCube, PlayStation 2, the Windows PC, the Wii, iOS, Zebo, whatever the hell that is, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Android, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and the Oculus Quest 2. I was going to say I have it on that so I I almost thought of seeing how far I could make it for this recording in the Oculus version and be like yeah that's the version I'm playing for this yeah I did not though no I have played it. It, it it's pretty good on, on the quest is it the original version I'm guessing yeah okay um but uh so I know a good amount about Resident Evil 4 in terms of its development. So Resident Evil 4 had been in development for a very long time before it came out. Um, in fact, if you go and look up on YouTube, there is, um, if you just type in Resident Evil 4 original, there is uh, beta footage of this game. And it is completely different from what we know now as Resident Evil 4. Um, it was still static camera angles. Um, it felt like a resident old school Resident Evil game. Um, and it definitely had some different mechanics to it. Um, that footage is still out there as far as I know. So you can look it up, but, um, uh, they scrapped it. They, they didn't like the direction it was going and what they ended up doing with that engine as well as that gameplay 
was tweaking it and changing it into Devil May Cry. So that was where Devil May Cry came from. Spinoff? Mm-hmm. They, they, they basically used pretty much a lot of the assets from that game and put it into Devil May Cry. So, uh, and then they just went back to the drawing board because they were working on this game since 1999 and the game didn't come out to 2005. And so when they scrapped it, they were like, all right, we're going to make something new and took another two years to make Resident Evil 4 as we know it. So such a, it must've been such a difficult decision, right? You've been working on such a big franchise for years. You know, how long did it take to kind of make that original plan? You know, and then finally execute on it and then pull the plug. Especially after coming off of Resident Evil 3. Because if you remember correctly, a lot of people were down on Resident Evil 3 when it, 3 when it first came out. Um, including the developers. Because it was a fast turnaround. And... Um, reused assets. Reused assets. It was a shorter game. That kind of thing. Um, and I feel like they were like, we have to knock this one out of the park. So I think that's what ended up happening. But um, yeah, uh, and then they, uh, as everybody knows, Resident Evil is a very beloved franchise. Um, and so much, in fact, that pretty much every game has seen a remake. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake, and now Resident Evil 4 remake. Um and they they made a Resident Evil One remake too. Let's not forget they remade it on the GameCube that we played. Yes, we played that one for Phoenix Down. Um, and um, that, I still love that game. Resident Evil One remake is amazing. Um, I'll also never forget the first time I saw Resident Evil Four and just being like, "Holy shit, that looks like a step above what the PS2 can do." You know, seeing was. the original GameCube, GameCube version and just, I, I mean, part part of it was, you know, maybe some of the graphics were better, but just the, such a shift in gameplay, it just felt so fresh and the over-the-shoulder view and, you know, the atmosphere of walking around in the villages, like, I just remember seeing that and really being blown away. And yeah. then kind of like, what what the hell, like... I, half the reason I bought a PlayStation 2 is because my favorite games are on PlayStation 1. And now I can't play Resident Evil 4. One of the main reasons I was excited for the next generation. So I was a little bit upset when that came to the GameCube. Uh, but then got the PS2 version day one. Got the Steelbook. I still have that Steelbook somewhere. Pretty sure and, it was like uh, a year later, wasn't it? Technically, I guess it was the same year. Just October-ish instead of January-ish. But... F- in memory, it was a couple of years later, but yeah, I think right. it was just later that year. Gotcha. Um, and I don't, I don't remember it, it looking quite as good, but just still so happy to be able to finally play play through it. Yeah, I played the GameCube version um, day one. I remember, I even remember when I got it. I couldn't find it anywhere. You know, it was 2005, right? So um, I think I was 19. Couldn't find it anywhere. Like in, in those days, you know, uh, I didn't really start going to GameStop until like my, you know, mid twenties. So I went to Walmart, didn't have it. I went all these different places 
finally, I I called my dad, and I was like, "Hey, you still got that Sam's Club membership?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yes." Yeah. So I went back home. I got my dad's Sam's Club card. Went to Sam's Club. Bam! They got it right there on the shelf. And so I got Resident Evil Four for the GameCube at Sam's Club. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I've gotten too many high-profile games at Sam's Club. Right. But I, I distinctly remember going to Sam's Club and getting that. And I was like, Sorry. yes. So I did get it day one when it came out. Um, I liked it. But I even while I was playing it then, I was like, this does not feel like Resident Evil to me. Yeah, I remember also kind of lamenting the, this is cool, but it's not the game I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, and that was the beginning of the, the change for a while. Um, five, six. Yeah. Resident Evil, Resident Evil four, five, six, and then seven kind of did a return to form in it, in, in its own roundabout way. Um, like for the most part, I like them all. I really do. Even Resident Evil 6. Resident Evil 6 is weird. Resident Evil 6 is kind of all over the place. Um, that they kind of embrace that this is now an action movie kind of thing. You know, it was like a blockbuster. Um, and I was okay with that. You know, I still love the old school. And when I finally sat down and played Resident Evil 7 and you could tell they went back to like the slow methodical you're stuck in this one place you gotta find a way out I was like yeah this is this is what I've been missing 7 and, 7 really raised the uh, the heart rate a little bit <laughs> well, yeah it, de- it definitely did did you ever finish that map? I have not finished 7 mm. I need to do that man Really need to do that. No. But, um, yeah. But yeah, Resident Evil 4, that's, I mean, that people hold it one of the best video games ever made. As people say, it's one of the best Resident Evils ever made. I don't agree with that. I, I think, I think Resident Evil 4 is a great game. I like it a lot but I do not think it is one of the best games ever made. I also don't think it's one of the best Resident Evils ever made. I would say it's about middle of the road for me. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because sometimes I think that, and then I basically, if I were to chart them out, it's basically just a direct diagonal line down. And I'm like, well, that can't be right. It can't just be that the older ones are better. And so I'm like, you know, it, part of it is just me really loving one, two, and three. And that was, you know, some of my favorite experiences, but I, I, I do like four. I think it's, they, they just get so different. Like, I think it's better than five, but when we played five co-op, that was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Five was meant for co-op. If you weren't playing that game co-op, then you weren't going to have a, a very good time. Um, six, another one made for co-op. Um, seven yeah, and eight. Man. I can't really comment on. So I'm like, it, it. I don't think they're going downhill in quality. I think it's just that I, I've been able to spend less time and get less enchanted by each version. 
Yeah, seven I would say is a is a combination of Resident Evil Four and Resident Evil Two, um, with it leaning more toward Resident Evil Two. Resident Evil Eight is a combination of those two again, but leaning a little bit more toward Resident Evil Four. That's 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 the best way I can describe it. Um. I mean, in the as far as the Resident Evil franchise goes, to me, the one that I think is the best of the best is Resident Evil 2 Remake. Resident Evil 2 Remake is superb. Uh, to take such a great game and then just give it that extra level of polish. Oh my god, it's not even, it's, it's like the, the polish is there. The, the changes they made to that game are amazing. Having Mr. X chase you from the beginning of the game instead of waiting for the disc tooth part and having him, and it's not just a scripted moment, it's he's always chasing you, you know? It's, oh my God, it was was so good. Oh, I love it so much. Three remake is good. Three remake is good. Yeah. It's, it just didn't have the same... Yeah, it just it, it it was it's short. Resident Evil Three is short. It it is. Um, it it felt like it felt like a very big budget DLC side story for Resident Evil Two. That's that's the best way I can describe it. Um, and it just didn't have like I don't know. I feel like it didn't have anything exciting multiplayer wise and it didn't have that I can recall any any big DLC of its own it was just kind of like here's the game play it and forget about it yeah yeah again I, I, I enjoyed it when I played it oh absolutely maybe not quite as much as I enjoyed the original Resident Evil 3 which I I remember loving like you know one and then seeing the city and two and I don't know. I all, all three of the original ones, I just adored. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I don't. I don't. I don't dislike any of them, though. That's the thing. Is like you know, as, as the faults that Resident Evil Six has, I, I still didn't mind it. It, it. it took Resident Evil Five and just kind of upped it more, like Resident Evil Five. I mean, the the, the for. for you got to give Resident Evil 6 credit. There is three full-on campaigns in that game. Yeah, that that's the thing I feel like that Resident Evil 3 was missing was the the sense that we're we're going to try and stuff this and give you a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a perfect example right there. It's interesting to see Resident Evil 4 now with that level of polish because it is Definitely more atmospheric. Yes. Um, especially, too, the, the, the last version of it I played was the Oculus version, and that one, I think, is, is toned down even a little bit from the older graphics just to get it to run on the Quest. So comparing that as the last version to this, it, it's it's pretty remarkably deeper and scarier and just, just cleaner. Yeah. And I feel like... Resident Evil 4 took the the 
survival horror genre into a different direction. It wasn't really a survival horror game anymore. Um, while I can say Resident Evil 1 and 2 have scary moments, right? It's really the tension of, I don't have enough resources to, to survive this. Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 is more of the tension of, I completely have the resources and tools to handle this. It's just, I'm getting overwhelmed. You know, there's, there's always a guy coming after me. They don't stop. You know, and, and then I got a guy behind me who's about to grab me. Then I got this dude with a freaking chainsaw who's going to instant kill me. You know, it's, it, it's the, the tension is different. They shifted the tension is the best way I would describe it. And I actually forgot a bit of that. So when you get to the village the first time before the oh, opening dude. credit, I was just like, I don't remember this game being so hard. I yeah. I don't have enough ammo to kill all these people. What's going yeah. on? Then, then the second time I tried that, I tried to run past them all and go out where the guy with the chainsaw came in. And I'm like, oh, I can't open that door. Nope. So yeah, that oh, I guess we can get get into that a little bit. Um, well, in a minute. So let's 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 do the backstory, right? Um, you're playing as Leon Kennedy, Leon S. Kennedy. S stands for Scott, but uh, Leon Kennedy. After surviving Raccoon City in 1998, he is recruited by like this secret ops of like team for the government. He does a lot of training, and um, they kind of have him as like a a special ops uh, soldier who they send on missions um, because there's a still there's still a presence of an umbrella out there and it's now went global. Um, Leon gets a special mission, very, very top priority mission. He has to go and rescue the president of the United States daughter. (laughs) This is where the game's just like, okay, well now we're getting a little ridiculous. What's that? Bauer sounds like more of an action movie setup than a, you know, survival horror movie set up. Right. And so, uh, yeah, he's, he's tasked with that. So apparently she was on like a vacation in Spain and was kidnapped while there. And so they're sending Leon there to investigate it and see if he can find where she's been taken. Um, their Intel says that it, that the, her last known whereabouts were in this small, like village area in, in like rural Spain. There's so a village go. she was visiting though, right? Was she going to the village? I thought she was like in a city somewhere and just got kidnapped. Yeah. So how did they, how did they know this? Was it just like somebody saw her like a sighting? I think they were using like surveillance cameras or something, face recognition or something like that. Okay. If that so, like, technology you know when she would just be hanging out in this, yeah, in 2005. Yeah, or 2004 is when this takes place. Yeah. So, I don't know, um, but they they have intel basically saying that she was in it, the last last known location was in and around this village area. So, 
uh, Leon, along with two local police officers, um, are sent out to check out this village. And um, he, uh, right off the bat, bad things start happening. <laughs> uh, one of the cops pulls over and he's like, hey, I got to use the bathroom. He runs off. He's been gone for 10 minutes. They're like, hey, you might want to go check on that. So we go check on that. Uh-oh, he's gone. So we have to go find him. We find a little village hut out in the middle of nowhere. We go and investigate that. Whoops. We found his dead body. <laughs> and, um... You know, in the basement. Yep, down in the basement. And now this guy, the guy who owns the house, we guess... He's now trying to attack us, um, and we notice some weird things going on, weird things about this guy. Um, he's not a zombie, but he definitely is not acting like a human. So, as anybody who knows, Resident Evil's all been about a viral outbreak that turns people into zombies, and we're talking brain-dead Slowly walk into you zombies. These guys are not zombies. Something else is going on. And the reason why is because these guys are smart. They will dodge out of the way when you aim a gun at them. They will pick up weapons like an axe or, you know, a, uh, what, what were you going to say? You met me with a pitchfork quite a lot. Yeah, yeah pitchfork, right? God, man, those pitchforks. Um, or anything. They use weapons. So it's, it's not like they're unintelligent. Um, but there's definitely something going on. Something is going on with these people. They're not right. So we try to go back to, um, to the car. Other cops don't really have an emotional moment where he feels bad for killing them. Do they? What do you mean? I mean, because they're not zombies, because they're not dead, it's just somebody that's sick. Imagine if somebody went around and started stabbing everyone with COVID in the throat. Wait, well, the difference I, is, is that if I get COVID, I don't pick up an axe and try and kill you. There are There are a lot of people in the first couple hours of this game who are basically minding their own business, I creep up behind them and stab them right in the throat. Yes, but if you walked in front of them, they would have instantly try and kill you. Yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> I get what you're saying. But this is one of those times where I'm just like, it's a video game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, obviously. If they're not you, they die. Just, so. It would be really funny if at one point you did that and someone said, why? Why would you do this to me? <laughs> Just like randomly and you'd be like, oh shit, what the heck? I'm not part of the Ganado. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to get by and blend in. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, both cops are gone. Both One cop's dead, the other one we don't know where he is. And we make it to this village area. And we see where the other cop is. They got him strung up in the village square on a cross. And they light him on fire. 
I like the whole zoom in with the binoculars and just watch it happen. Yeah. So here's what happened. I died here. Every time after that, I just started running around killing people. <laughs> and in the background, you can hear the cops like burning to death. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, no. is there like a uh, optimized strategy for this section? Because I always go off to the left uh-huh. and take like one person out stealth wise. Yep. And I then after that, that, I don't really know what to do, and I just kind of. So off the closest person I can find. It doesn't really matter, I don't think, if you kill a bunch of guys before they spot you, because I'm pretty sure more people just spawn. Yeah, it's like infinite people, right? Until you hit yeah. a time limit or something, and then the yeah. bell rings. So there is a time limit, um, and I, I I don't know the exact time limit, but I would say it's probably around five minutes. Um, it doesn't sound like that much, but man, it feels like it. It, it definitely does, because you are frantically having to run around this place. I'm going into a building, jumping out the top window, running around the village, coming back to that building, jumping out the top window again, <laughs> just running circles. Is that, that has to do with how many people you've killed, or is it just a timer? I think it's just a timer. Honestly, because I've seen it. So, so I have not played this remake. This is the first time I'm playing the remake, but... When they hear that bell, right, everybody just stops and goes to the church. Okay. The programmers put it in the game, in the remake. If you have the rifle, so if you do New Game Plus and you have the rifle with the scope and you shoot the bell from a distance, that instantly stops them. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. So, so the the developers they 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 know what they're doing when it came to that stuff. So technically, the bell is what makes the thing stop, but it's on a timer. But if you can shoot the bell, it instantly stops the encounter. And he he does the classic line. So when the bell rings, all the guys just completely ignore you and just start shuffling toward the church. And right before you get the title credits. Or the title title card. And Leon's like, where's everybody going? Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this scene though, I mean, obviously Resident Evil 4 is kind of a, a big game, lots of big set pieces, but this little village scene and then them all shuffling off to the church is, is the number one scene for me. Uh, yeah. You know, I had played it a, a bunch right when it came out, right when I was watching people play it, it was always that village scene and just that crazy kind of running around and kind of shooting people, kind of dodging people. Um, you know, I, I don't know. That was that that scene is what really like sets it apart. Like, oh, this doesn't feel like the other Resident Evil games from from that point on, basically. Yeah, the this this game especially they basically what they do is they give you an arena. It's like so you there. There's parts where you're going. I would say tunnel to tunnel that leads into an arena where you have an open space with multiple, you know, vantage points, multiple places where enemies can come out and you kind of have to survey the land and, you know, all right, here comes the rush and there's, there's multiple options. You know, you can, sometimes there's maybe an exploding barrel right there next to them that you can use, or 
you can just run. There are times where you can just be like, screw this arena. I'm leaving and just keep going. Um, of course there are some where you have to defeat the enemies, you know, or get something from an enemy kind of thing. Yeah. The, the big thing I had forgotten until my second or third trip through that, that village area was really the need to conserve ammo so that, you know, if you can shoot somebody and they're stumbling, you need to go up and melee them. Yes. Because yes. you need that extra damage without the extra bullets. Because I first first time I did it, I was like, I'm out of ammo, and there's still like ten guys around me. So I'm I'm pretty sure the knife stuff was not in the original. I could be wrong, but um, I think Leon just had an infinite knife, and this one your knives can break after so many uses especially if you want to like instantly kill a guy. So uh, sneak attacks don't do that much damage to a knife, but if you shoot a guy and they start, you know, having a seizure on the ground, that means they're about to get back up and be more powerful. Basically. So the parasite, everybody, everybody knows Resident Evil. So whatever. <laughs> um, but the parasite starts to take over. And you can stop that from happening by going up to them and stabbing them in the neck. Um, but that does a lot of damage to your knives. So you can find knives. You can like find kitchen knives and stuff like that. And he does have a combat knife, which I think is a little bit stronger in regards to yeah. not breaking as fast. And you can repair it, which is nice. Yeah, you can repair it. Um, so that's a new mechanic that they added to the game. Um, and later iterations of Resident Evil. So let's let's talk about this real quick. Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube and on the PlayStation 2. When you pulled out your gun and aimed, you could not move. There was no walking or anything. In like the 360 version and the modern versions of the original Resident Evil 4, I'm pretty sure they changed it, I think. They may not have done it for the 360 version, but I think they did it for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 versions to where you can actually move and aim at the same time. And this game, honestly, this game plays a lot like Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, without all the melee stuff, you know, so. Um, and yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, the melee is is very very good and very crucial, especially when it comes to ammo conservation. Um, I always uh, seem to have an issue with not as much as the original Resident Evil, certainly, but I feel like I'm often getting low. Like, you know, it's kind of the the standard model, right? Where all of a sudden you get a lot of ammo. You're like, all right, well, there's going to be an arena here or a boss soon. So, yeah. but I I feel like I'm never comfortably equipped because either I have a bunch and I'm, I know I'm about to spend it all or I've just spent it all so I don't have much left. Yeah. Luckily, well, enemies yeah. will drop ammo sometimes. Yeah, and it seems like also, there's a lot of it. Yeah. And you can also craft ammo too if you want. Which, I don't... Was crafting in the original game... Maybe obviously the the herbs were. I don't remember if baking ammo and bolts and stuff was. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was. I could be wrong. But um, yeah, um, 
and for the longest time, I I couldn't. Is there a like? If, I probably played three or four hours this game before I, I realized. Is there a way to instantly turn around? Is there a way to do a one eighty? Yes, there is. You hold back on the the analog stick and you press right bumper. Cool. Somebody had to tell me that. Kind of wish the game would have told me that. Yeah, especially the way you get surrounded. Yeah. And the certain enemies who attack you, and I'm going to call them the mini-bosses, the mini-boss attacks, you can get a dodge. So there is a way to like dodge out of the way. But regular enemies, like if, they, if they're going to grab you, they're going to grab you. There's no dodge prompt or anything like that. Yeah, so. I don't remember meleeing much in the original Resident Evil 4 either. And to be fair, I haven't done it here other than when they said, hey, you can melee. So I did it twice. I'm like, oh, that, that actually worked fairly well. No, there, there definitely was melee in Resident Evil 4 original. Because um, I remember you can freaking suplex guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you can do it in this game. I'm pretty sure you can. I just haven't done it yet. Most of the time I just kick them. That's what I usually do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, trying to think. That's the end of chapter one. And chapter two is going through the other part of the village. Do you meet the merchant in chapter two or is it? Yeah, you meet the merchant in chapter two. Once in two and once or twice in three. Yeah. Um, so that was, that's another big thing that was in Resident Evil 4 uh, that has been brought back here is the awesome merchant. Um, and uh, that's that's something they, they the merchant has been, was brought back. So Resident Evil 4 had the merchant, which was awesome. Resident Evil 5 didn't. Resident Evil 6 didn't. Resident Evil 7 didn't. Resident Evil 8 has a merchant again. And it's awesome. So, I like the merchant, and I like the stuff that he does, because it adds more to the game. So, Resident Evil 4, original, had the little merchant things that you could do, but I feel like they have upped it a notch in this game, where he gives you In terms of, like, upgrades? Well, not even upgrades. The tasks that she gives you, you know, like, you know sell me three vipers or shoot these blue medallions or kill these rats, small little stuff like that. And it just, it, it adds just a little bit more to do. And I was like, and and I'll be honest with you. Every time I've ran into a merchant request, I have done them. I I have to do them. I have to do them. Um, and you know, there's a lot to the merchant. So he, he will sell you not only, new weapons he'll sell you healing items he'll sell you uh, a, a larger case to put your stuff in so the inventory management that's a whole other mechanic um this was introduced in the original resident evil 4 um basically the next thing i need to buy from him actually is the oh, case upgrade that's the first thing i bought from him <laughs> should have um but uh you can by larger spaces for your your inventory. So inventory is basically I call it Tetris, where you 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 have a certain amount of space, and 
a weapon will take up so many slots. And so you can rotate it, you know, move it vertical or horizontal, and you can fit stuff in your case better that way. Um, so far, I've only had to, like, rearrange stuff probably three times. Yeah, I've only had to do it a couple of times, and, you know, the first time was easy because I was like, oh, I've got, like, four herbs. I can e- easily just make some mixed herbs with them. That's nice. Yeah. Usually when I get in that situation, I just eat an egg or two. Yeah, that's true, too. You can do um, that. The other thing is it's weird because if there's not enough space in your case when you go to pick something up, it opens that screen for you to do Tetris. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm sure that I had points where my case wasn't organized in such a way I could pick it up. Right? Like maybe I had two single spaces and I needed two next to each other. And then it, I think it auto-arranged things in my case. Oh, nice. So it was only if I didn't have enough space that I had to actually open the screen. Right, gotcha. Okay. I didn't realize that. Maybe, yeah. Okay. And there is an auto-sort button, I believe, right? So. so it only does it one way. It's not like you can sort a few different ways just to get different layouts each time. Right. Do you have the original version of this game, or do you have the deluxe version? I have the regular base version. Okay. I bought the deluxe version, so... Everybody makes fun of me with my Microsoft points. Guess what? I didn't pay any money for this game. Well, I take that back. I paid like $9 for this game. And I got the Deluxe Edition using my Microsoft points. So, laugh while you want. Paw Patrol, whatever. I'm getting my points. I don't care. <laughs> um, But I got the Deluxe Edition. So, the Deluxe Edition comes with a few things. It comes with a... Uh, gun. So it comes with two guns. It comes with a uh, shotgun, double barrel shotgun, or like a lever action shotgun uh, that holds two shots. It's slightly powerful than the shotgun that you get in the village, slightly, uh, but it doesn't hold as much ammo. Uh, and it also comes with a pistol. Um, the pistol holds a lot of ammo. It can hold up to 20 shots, and it has a little bit more damage. First thing it's I good. did, oh, it's good. I've been using it the whole time. First thing I did was sell my starting pistol and just switch to using my DLC pistol. The the, the I, I think the drawback is is that the starting pistol you can upgrade more, so it will eventually become more powerful than the DLC pistol. Uh, the DLC pistol you can only upgrade like three times, I think. Okay. Um, but I'm okay with that. But the other big thing that it comes with this deluxe edition is the extended treasure. So you find treasure in this game that you can sell to the merchant for money, or you can combine things. You'll find gems that you can like put into a mask mm-hmm. and it will, it will raise the value of it. Right. Um, and then you can sell it for a really high price. Well, with the extended uh, treasure map stuff, there's more treasures all throughout the entire map. And the good thing is, because I have the deluxe edition, it's already on my map. All I got to do is go oh. to it and find it. Nice. Because I think I've so, only found one treasure so far. 
Oh, dude, I'm getting bukus. I'm getting bukus of money. It's good. I I feel like I'm cheating almost. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I still die. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many times I've died playing this. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, back to the, back to the story and to the gameplay. Um, one thing I did I did mention slightly, but we didn't mention during the the village uh, raid, basically. Um, the chainsaw guy. We've talked about the chainsaw guy. The chainsaw guy is like a mini boss. I call them mini bosses because you run into a few of these guys, and they're they have different flavors, right? So you got the chainsaw guy, you got the hammer guy. And then I just ran into a dude who was just like really powerful, like took a lot of shots. I don't know if you remember this guy. It was just Where? a, I, I, I can't remember. I think it was in chapter two, but it was just some random dude who took a lot of shots. And when he died, he dropped a ruby. And I was like, wow, well, what was that? Was, it, was that like a mini boss dude? Yeah. I think I had two guys that I thought that had like bull. Bull masks. Yeah, so the the hammer guy has a bull mask. And the chainsaw guy has the burlap sack. Yeah. I don't think I remember seeing anyone other than. I know I fought the the bull mask guy. At least two of them. Mm-hmm. One when you're in like a barn. Well, I was in a barn when I saw him. And then one kind of at the end in the waterway section. Yeah. But um, I don't know. But yeah, you got the you got the mini boss guys who take a lot of shots and they do a lot of damage. The chainsaw guy, I think, once you get your health like leveled up a little bit, I don't think he's an instant kill. He may bring you. Matter if he's doing like a swinging attack or if he's just like trying to jam it into you. Yeah, I think it depends on the type of attack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the bad thing is, and what happened with me was I got grabbed by a guy and the chainsaw guy just ran up to me and instantly killed me. I was like, Oh good. I died probably like four times at the village. And I was like, dude, what is up with this game? Like, was it this hard back in the day? First time I got to this village, I was like, what is going on? I don't remember. Like they must've amped it up. No, apparently that's how it was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, the shirt's too small. It must have shrunk. Well, that's probably not the reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh yeah. Um so yeah, I've 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 had multiple deaths in this game. Some of them were kind of cheap, if I'm gonna be honest. So like a dude who has like an axe, if he hits you, that does a lot of damage. Yeah. Like, Man, I was like, "Woof, man, that does a lot of damage." Like, you you can only really get hit about three or four times, four times max. And that's one thing I noticed I haven't ran into is a lot of healing items. I haven't either. I, I think I've found only two first aid sprays. Yeah, and then a handful, maybe four or five, um, green herbs. How I did stick around the village. Found? Yellow? Uh, mm-hmm. Three, I think. Yeah, I found three as well, I think. I did and stick around the, the village merchant. and picked up about eight eggs. 
Yeah, you can do that too. Those eggs actually do a pretty good amount of healing too. Yeah, the brown ones. Yeah. And don't forget the merchant also sells a yellow herb too that you can get. Does he? Yes, he does. Oh, I've not bought that one. And I I did look up a little strat. I don't know if it if it's real or not. But I've been told that if you combine a yellow herb, a green herb, and a red herb, it actually gives you more maximum health. Hmm. So I have done that once. Yeah. So don't just use a yellow herb by itself, from what I understand. It could be complete garbage. I don't know. Just like, I, I think I used two of them as just green and yellow comp combined. Yeah. And then one, I think, was uh, red, yellow, green. Uh, yeah, um, going through uh, chapter two, um, wait, 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 chapter one ends with us running into Luis, right? Yeah, or does I think chapter, so. chapter one end, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So we, yeah, we, um, we, th- think that they've got her captured in this area and we think we found her but when we find this it's basically a body bag that they got somebody zipped up in when we unzip it it's a guy named Luis and uh, unfortunately while we're dealing with him we get captured and get knocked out Uh, when we wake up that's the beginning of chapter 2 when we wake up, um, we are chained together, and um, there's this hooded figure has injected Leon with something, so some syringe that he had. Um, but uh, luckily, we're able to escape. Luis runs off. Great, thanks for your help. It feels um, like you're in a Saw movie for a yeah, minute a there bit. when you're all when you're chained up to the ceiling. Yeah. Um, and, and one thing we forgot to mention is that uh, Leon does have backup and in the form of uh, Hunnigan, uh, our, our, I guess our intel person. Uh, she is, uh, uh, she's, they use the lingo like Condor 1. You know, kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, she's she's she. We're constantly talking to her about the, giving us updates. She's also giving us like, check out the church. You know, check this place, kind of thing. So we're kind of getting our our directives from her. So we got to find. Um, Luis runs off, so we don't know where he went off to, but we got to continue on. So. Um, we're looking for, uh, a church and, um, going, I'm trying to imagine, was there any big story beats that happened here? Um, cause we, we can't get into the church without getting the, uh, the key for the insignia, right? And we find it in this like two story house. 
Yeah, that was the end of chapter two. Because the guy walks in Yeah. Right after you get the key, right? Mm-hmm. Well we're trying to get it get to that house. Um but for the life of me I can't I, I know we run into the merchant for the first time there and we go through like a almost like a sawmill or something. It's 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 like a weird like place where like they did work. Um, because you know, you had to do the to get to like this one area you had to like roll the door up and then run all the way around to get through the door before it closed kind of thing. Yeah, because they had taken your stuff at the, at the very beginning yeah. of Chapter 2. They've taken all your supplies, so you have to work your way around kind of with nothing and then finally get back to that room to get all your, your, your weapons and everything back. Yeah. And then, yeah, eventually travel up to this house. Um... And when you go up to the house, um, it was like, I, I was, I was looking around every corner. I was slicing the pie at every corner. It's also very dark. Like, it's very like dark, it's yeah. weird because you can't take your flashlight out on command. I don't think, Mm-mm. I think it only like auto activates in certain sections of the game. Yeah. But parts like this house, maybe it was just the way I was playing it were very, very dark. And I, between that and the fact that I feel like when you get the organisms that pop up out of the Las Plagas heads, right? So you get these big – in the original Resident Evil 4, it was this big purple kind of thing whipping around, super, super obvious. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this game, instead of that, they just they just kind of have this like a little bit of black goo there rather than this giant purple flailing appendage. So it's I don't a know lot. If we've ran into those guys yet, man. Okay. I I think I think that's just you know I think they eventually come because if you remember, oh, so these are just the generic infected. Yeah, I think these are just generic guys. Eventually, you were one of them where like the, the 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 I don't know the parasite comes out of like their neck because <laughs> you blow off their head, and you know they'll try and swipe you and stuff like that. And correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure in Resident Evil Four this happened. Eventually, like a flying insect will come out of them, right? I can't remember. So it might be in Resident Evil Five. I can't remember though. But, I just yeah. remember them being more obvious in this game. It just it was like, especially in that house, because you get one one thing I did where I turned around and there was there was one guy creeping at me, and he was very much dead and kind of had black ooze or something, but I couldn't really tell because it was a dark house in a dark room. So maybe I need I've to turn the brightness up on this game a little bit. Yeah. I, I've definitely noticed that like I've shot guys and like their heads kind of like hanging on by like a thread and they're still coming after me. And that's when they're like kind of like more powerful. But I think the, the, the parasite coming out of the neck happens later on. <laughs> Excuse me. It's just okay. ridiculous when I say it. <laughs> but, um, and those things are creepy. I can't stand it when that happens. I'm like, Oh God, not this. It's the last thing I need is the parasite thing. They're also not easy to take down. I remember a no. lot of bullets. Yeah. 
So, yeah, um, go into the house, go upstairs, um, got to solve this puzzle. It took me a lot longer than what I thought it was supposed to. Rotating that little circle thing to make it, make the symbol. Yeah. I was just like, man, don't tell me I got to look this up. I mean, I, I probably <laughs> sat there for four minutes. I'm like, okay, if this goes on any longer, I'm going to have to look this up. But, um, yeah, yeah I got it really minutes. close really quickly and then it took a while to get it fine tuned in. Yeah. And we got the key and as we're walking out the door, bam, big hooded figure shows up again. Oh, good. And we try to shoot him and he, he acts like it's nothing. And he grabs us by the throat and holds us up undertaker style. <laughs> And uh, right before he, I guess, kills us, he says that uh, the the your body has accepted the gift. And bam, gunshot outside the window. He gets shot in the head and reels back, drops Leon, and he walks away. And we get a very small glimpse of somebody zip lining up the, to the roof of the house. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> and uh, that's the end of chapter two. Um, going into chapter three, um, we have to make it, we, we well, we make it to the church. The problem is we can't get inside. Um, we have to go basically uh, across the lake, which is the church is kind of like overlooking the lake area. And, um, there's a nice area right there. Kind of like a, it's almost like a hub where you can go down where the merchant is and you can go to the boat or you can go off to this like fishing area, like a cannery almost. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw that hub, I, I thought it was going to be a bit longer because I'm like, oh, there's three areas to explore, but one of them's not really an area. And the other one no. that is an area is pretty short. Yeah. Um, so got, you can always come back and save there if you want to. Um, but, uh, we go down the boat. Well, need gas for the boat. Whoops. Okay. Where's the gas? Gas is over there at the, at the fishing hut area. Okay. Let's go back, go back through the hub, go to the fishing area. Um, I like how they're setting stuff up because in the fishing area, we see this gigantic hammer. The hammer is as big oh, as yeah. Leon. <laughs> And he's like, good luck finding somebody that big. Is it also, is it in this chapter that you see the skull? Yes. It was right at the beginning of the chapter, right? When you go into the church? Yeah, you go into the church, but you can't go in any farther into the church. Um, yeah, you see the gigantic skull there. But, um, yeah, a little foreshadowing. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we go to the, the fishing area, another arena. Uh, this is where I ran into the hammer, hammer bros, um, swinging their hammer around. I died here a good amount. I died here probably about three or four times just because the hammer guy. And I was like, okay, cause to, to be honest with you, I haven't used a shotgun. I have not used a shotgun yet until this point. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I use it basically every time I'm getting surrounded because the switch between weapons is pretty quick. Yeah, it is. And I've been kind of anal about keeping my 
shotgun fully fully loaded so that if people start to gang up on me, I can switch it and, you know, two or three shotgun blasts will definitely clear an area. Yeah. I just haven't done it, but I use the shotgun on the, on the, the hammer guy. And then I feel like I've cheesed a lot of these encounters because I will just find a place where I back myself to a corner and wait for these guys to slowly walk up to me and just go bang, 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 bang. (laughs) (laughs) And then the music stops. I'm like, okay, I'm cool. And just go about my merry way and just pick up money and and ammo wherever it's at (laughs) kind of thing. Have you used the grenades much? No, I have not used a grenade. I bought the bolt thrower and have yet to use it. I did too. Yeah, I bought it, but I haven't used it either. Yeah, because I've only got three shots, and I know I can go pick up those shots, but I fear that I'm going to shoot it to a place where I cannot get it. (laughs) (laughs) But you can craft more ammo too. Yeah, and I'm actually carrying a few of those extra kitchen knives, which I think you use to make the bolts. Yeah. Oops, I hit my microphone. That's going to make a sound. But, um, but yeah. Um, so far, I have exclusively used the pistol. Um, I, I have used the shotgun a couple of times, but not much. I get the feeling the next boss fight we're going to do, well, the the, the, the boss fight we're going to do for our next play session, I will definitely be using a shotgun. Yeah. I, I use my shotgun a lot. The second time you see the guy with the chainsaw you're yeah. in like a, a tiny little courtyard with a like a grave mm-hmm. um, that's leading up that to was, the house right yeah that was, that, that was nice because it was one of the best times that I've been able to use the environment right because there's a couple of the bear traps on the ground yes when and, you left uh, the house in chapter at the beginning of chapter 3 did you did you save the wolf I don't think so. Uh-oh. Why did you not save the wolf? Wait, what wolf? So the, so when you leave the house, you can hear a wolf whimpering. When you walk over there, a wolf's caught in a bear trap. And you can choose to help him or not. Shit, I definitely would have helped him. Yeah. Uh, that will come to play later on. Can I go back and help him, or is he dead now? Uh, I don't know. I think you may have already saved yourself out of it. I'm not sure. Yeah, you definitely have, if you finish Chapter 3. Because you're across the lake now. Yep, I'm on the other side of the lake. Yep. So, go through. I'm in the the lake, I think. Yeah, that's where it ends. But, uh... Go ahead and say we we stopped at Chapter 3. But, um... Uh, yeah, going through this uh, uh, village or, or I guess fishing area, get the gas, bring it back to the boat. Um, we we notice um, we see a guy out there, two guys out there on the boat. They throw a body in the lake, and this gigantic shark-looking monster comes up out of the lake. It looks like a whale almost. Comes like up a whale, the... crocodile. It's got yeah. feet like crocodile comes up out of the water and eats the body and we're like what the hell is that (laughs) and so we get to go into the lake of course we're going to run into this thing Uh, it's hideous mouth it reminds me of a monkfish 
one of my favorite <laughs> fish to eat, but it is a hideous, hideous animal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, our boat, of course, it, it dies on us while we're out in the middle of the the lake, and um, we start getting attacked by this monster thing in the water, and it grabs a hold of something is pulling us. I guess it grabs a hold of like a rope or the anchor. I don't know. I guess, I'm guessing it was the anchor, but I didn't actually know that boats that small had anchors. I didn't think that it either. But it's pulling us. So we have apparently infinite harpoons that we can throw at this thing. Um, And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to will it down. So we're throwing harpoons at it. And occasionally it will stop and it'll go underwater and we don't know where it's at. And it will come up and it's rushing us. And with his mouth wide open. So you gotta you gotta hit it with the harpoons enough to where it stops and backs off. This happens a couple of times. Um also while it's pulling us, we have to dodge like debris that's out in the lake. Um, because the boat has health and if the health goes down, well you're dead. Uh I did not didn't die actually die here. here, but I was getting close. I did get close. I did get close as well. And the final one is whenever it tries to bite you and you stab it in its tongue a bunch of times. <laughs> then you finally kill it. Or, well, I say, I say kill it. There's there's a uh, a small little Easter egg in the original one where after that encounter, if you stand on the uh, pier too long, it'll come up out of the water and grab you and kill you instantly. <laughs> I don't know that's if that's funny. in the remake or not. I'm going to try it though <laughs> just to see what happens. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, but after beating the monster, uh, Leon is, uh, leaning over the boat and he starts coughing up blood and gets a mass- massive headache and passes out in the boat. So obviously something is affecting Leon. I'm assuming it's the injection that was given to us. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, is this a, a little bit of a chance that this is due to the stress of fighting the, the lake? Or primarily, I'm guessing, it has to do with the injection? Yeah. I mean, we're beating around the bush here. Everybody knows the story of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> but we can get to it later. We'll get to it later. That's uh, that's where we both stopped. So, we, we, we originally said we we're going to make it through Chapter 4, but... Life comes at you fast, man. I haven't had the time. I do say, though, I am thoroughly enjoying this game. Uh, it's it's a really clean game. Like, the, the parts where they're rushing me are frantic. Yes. Like, the, the boss fight was kind of cool. The Even just, like, when you enter new areas. Um, I'm thinking of the part where you enter... Is it chapter two where you get to like that, that little valley where you can kind of see across it and there's just so many wooden planks and you know that obviously it's another battle arena and there's going to be different levels and I feel like each section I'm like, all right, there's a little bit of planning I can do, but most of it's just going to come down to can I keep moving? Can I do enough headshots? Can I 
keep the enemies away from me enough so that because I feel like if they get in close to you is when it gets difficult because like you yeah. said one one can be grabbing you then the other one's jamming you with a pitchfork but if you can stay far enough away and take a couple of shots and get your melees in you know that's all that I'm thinking about in those sections it's like how do I how do I just play better um, yeah. don't get caught don't stop keep moving that's that's um, one thing I feel th- like this game does fun. great. Yeah, it, it it does it does it makes you think on your toes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not it's not survey the valley and figure out your path through it because that doesn't matter. It's it's moment to moment when you're in the thick of those fights, dodging and weaving and jumping out of the way, and I guess quick turning would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Def- definitely use that strat. <laughs> yeah, and we- weapon management, right? Like if if they do start to mob you and you can use a well-timed grenade, you get a lot of value out of that. Mm-hmm. But most of the time I'm just doing headshots and melees, but you know, I-, I do appreciate that there's some environmental aspects as well. So yeah, I-, I-, I do just like how the you have to survive the encounter. So I would say, I would tell you this, go for the legs, man. Like I know the headshots are yeah. will stagger them pretty good. The legs will do really well too, and you can melee them that way too. Yeah, yeah I'd forgotten and, that until the the chain, second chainsaw guy. I got him in the knee or so, and he went down. So the and one thing I will say is that apparently the, this is what I read. Again, this may be a load of crap. I don't know, but I read that you know when, when you first aim. Um, the reticle is large and if you hold it there for a while without, without moving, it shrinks. If, if the reticle is fully shrunk, I think the, the shot is a little bit more powerful. At least that's what I've read. That may be a load of crap. Like I said, um, I I think it's more powerful for stagger. I think is what it is. It makes sense. It's a little bit of a risk reward scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So like going for a leg, let that reticle get all the way down and then pop them in the leg and it may stagger them instantly kind of thing. Um, but Which, I'm not sure. I also like that you don't always know you have that time because sometimes they creep up on you really slowly and sometimes they just bum rush you. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Sometimes you, you got like two guys that are slowly creeping up on you, Michael Meyer style, and then you got one dude who's just like coming from the background like – I've got a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know who to shoot first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This game does frantic really well. It always has. It always has. But, yeah, I'm enjoying yeah, and, it. And then I like a lot of the, you know, slow down the pace a little bit and, you know, see if you can find all the blue medallions and, like you said, the vipers. Um, You know, so there there is a bit more to do than just corridor arena corridor arena yeah that's the that's the biggest thing that's what i like like i i the the flow of this game is is really good you got the franticness then you're gonna be you might talk to hunnigan for a little bit so it's slow and then you go get the merchant now now i'm doing a whole nother thing going through the merchant selling stuff and 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 oh i'm gonna buy that first aid spray and i'm gonna buy this and then all right now i'm ready I'm going to go. And he's like, oh, he gave you something. Go get these medallions for me. There's another distraction for a little while. 
so so the, the gameplay is 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 flowing a lot better because they have a lot of things for you to do and i feel like some of that stuff is is additional to the remake i could be wrong i don't think there was that many tasks to do for the merchant i could be wrong but i feel like there's just a little bit more to do here that's something and, I'd like to look up because I'm not sure exactly how much they have added, yeah. other than the you know the obvious visuals and a few things switched around. From from what Ken has told me, he said there are multiple like just brand new areas that you're going to. Mm. So, I, the problem is it's been a very long time since I played Resident Evil Four, so I don't I don't know. Like I, that may be a new area, that may not be. I can't remember. I really enjoyed it, but I think I only played it through once when it came out and then I you know I dabbled with the early chapter or two a couple of times after that but not right. much I haven't played through it repeatedly the one thing I, I I know that the original had that this one so far I have not ran into are like the 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 I, I guess quick time events you remember like I, I distinctly remember when they they roll a boulder at you and you got to mash on the button to get out of the way of it and like um i I know that there's a boss fight that's way later in the game that is all just a cut scene with quick time events i'm sure that's probably still in it but i haven't ran into any of those scenes where i'm having to like hit hit both the triggers at the same time real quick kind of thing i remember resident evil 4 having that a lot and it's not here in the remake. I mostly remember it from the boss fights, but yeah, it has been absent so far. Yeah. So maybe that stuff comes later. I'm not sure. But yeah, I, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm enjoying the crap out of it. Um, we will not be recording next week. So I'm traveling next week. So I will not be able to play this game much, pretty much at all <laughs> next week. Um, so we're just going to take a week off. Um, but I will be back in two weeks um, to record. Um, if you want to follow us on X now, I guess is what it's called. They it's officially changed it. Yeah. The Twitter, whatever. I'm still on there. Uh, I'm at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um, you want to send us an email, please write us an email. I know there's a lot of people that played this game. Come on, it's Resident Evil 4. Uh, suit your emails to us. It's drew at ztgd.com. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Did you play the original? Did you play the remake? Have you played them both? How do you feel about them? Let me know. But that's pretty much it for us. Um, I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much. And until next time, I am Drew. I'm Matt. And we are out of here. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back in two weeks with the continuation of Resident Evil 4 Remake.